Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. ENG, Recovering Addict, 5405, Minneapolis, Minnesota, June 1st, Consistency and Step 10. In the 10th step, we use all the principles and actions we learned in the previous steps, applying them to our lives on a consistent basis. It works. Step 10. Left unexamined, anger, fear, shame, and resentment can bring out the worst in us. Character defects we've once owned into survival skills stand ready to help. It's no surprise they spring to mind first when we're faced with a challenge. We've relied on manipulation, self-pity, intolerance, dishonesty, perfectionism, arrogance, and the rest of our defects for as long as we can remember. But now that we're in recovery, it seems increasingly clear they're not such a good fit for our lives, for our new lives. The lessons of step four through nine help us see those crusty old tools in a new light. We've become deeply familiar with the damage we've caused in the past, have surrendered aspects of our character that shaped hurtful words and actions, and have humbly gone about owning our messes and cleaning them up. Understanding how we've operated in the past sets us up for a better way, but it will take consistent effort for our new ways to become second nature. Step 10 gets us in the habit of viewing our lives through the lens of the steps. Consistent practice helps us integrate their principles into our lives. Here's one member's experience with doing just that. My regular inventories read like letters to my higher power. They began with Dear HP. My remember that I'm not alone in this process. Then I jot down the fears and resentments that are popping up, the defects that are calling me, and the spiritual principles I need to keep handy instead. I end with, I am ready for you to remove my shortcomings and clear the way for my new loving service. There are many ways to practice step 10, of course. How we go about it is far less important than the fact that we do. Reflecting on our progress helps us integrate the principles into our lives and live consistently by our values. Does my habit of self-reflection encourage consistency between my beliefs and behaviors? How can I integrate the steps and their principles into my practice of step 10? Thanks for letting me share. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is the 1st of June, and we're here with, with my brother, Carl L. What's happening, Carl? What's up, Mr. Doug? Good morning. Good to see you, brother. Hey, t- t- tell everyone 
your clean date where you attend meetings and give your home group a shout out? Yeah, my clean date's January 6, 2015. I attend meetings um, all over New Orleans and Slido. My home group's open mind. All right, cool. And then you can hear Carl too on the guiding principles study. So make sure you check, check that out. All right, bro. So look, can you share your thoughts on consistency and step 10? Yeah, it's funny. I was just sitting here with you, Doug, and I was thinking from the last time I did a recording on this, you know, I barely knew you. Mm. And then now we've consistently talked, consistently done guiding principles or living clean and had trips together. And, mm. and that's the consistency piece. You know, as I do things consistently, I build a relationship with them. And Early in recovery, like, so step 10 for me I, in rehab, they gave me this little short 10 step, you know, was I selfish today? Was I resentful? Was I obsessing? Do I have secrets, dishonesty? Um, was I kind and loving? Did I cause harm? Do I owe an amends? Uh, what could I do better? And so- That's a good checklist. That's a pretty yeah. good checklist I have right at the end of the day, yeah. End of the day, man. So I did it every day for probably like the first six to eight months. Hmm. Kind of until I, I started getting into some newcomer relationships. But you said, you know what, maybe put the step work down for a little bit. Two steps out the window. <laughs> but um, I did it. And I, I, I started to learn early on about the clearing of the wreckage of my day, you know, because it's a just for today program. And sometimes we carry stuff. And you know, through the process of the steps, it gets clearer and clearer that I do want to clear the wreckage of my present too. You know, each day it's it's nice to go to bed. You know, even recently I've, I've picked it back up with a um, with a buddy of mine, and we do it each day, and we we check in each night, and we kind of run through it. Um, but what 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 does that look like for the folks listening and saying, yeah, man, that's a that, that's a pretty cool concise checklist. Are you doing this kind of like during some prayer time in the evening, um, you know, just running through with your mind and, and then you're talking with, you know, with your partner there or, or are you are you jotting it down? Do you have a notebook and you're saying, OK, hey, I'm going to answer these questions and, and kind of write it out. What, what, what does the application of that look like? Um, sometimes we just run it. I mean, he's been writing it down every day. I mean, for me personally, when I first did it, I definitely wrote it every day. And I've also. Um, done the IP number nine. I did IP number nine for like almost a year and a half one time. Um, and the really neat part is because I think a lot of people get caught up, you know, we write the question and the answer out of the step working guide. And often my sponsees are like, why do I have to write the question? And, and I learned this from doing that 10 step because I wrote the question and the answer every single day at night. And what happened is I started to remember the questions but I never remember the answers. And that was the same with the step working guide. The questions become more important than the answers because I oh, that's probably hear. indicative of you changing too, isn't it? Like, hey, you're answering, oh, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, of course you can reflect back. Yeah, you can go back and look, you know, that's like, talk about consistency. You know what I mean? The answer, the questions are always the same. The only thing that changes is my answers. You know, as I grow, I can reflect. And um, that's, it's, <laughs> I was having that same conversation. I was working a, a first step with a sponsee, you know, and he didn't write the question. And 
and <laughs> I was I was sharing that story with him, you know, and, and and trust me, I haven't done that my whole recovery. You know, I mean, I'll I'll go ebbs and flows, and but my life is always much smoother. And you know, it that that piece in the first step it talks about unmanageability, and it talks about outer unmanageability and inner unmanageability and emotional volatility. And the 10 step really helps me keep that in check because it, it never allows it to go too far out of whack because I'm constantly checking, constantly checking, you know, um, the, the IP number nine, it's like 50 something questions. I mean, it's, so it's, you're looking the at title of that IP, Carl. What's that? What's the title of that? Uh, living the program. You know, and it, it asks about, it, it's funny because it asks, was I happy today twice? You know, and it asks, you know, did I call my sponsor? Did I make a meeting? Was I happy today? <laughs> you know, was I resentful? Um, you know, some yeah, it's- I'm looking at it now. So it's saying, was there fear in my life today? Did I feel, oh, did I feel intense joy or pain? Okay, yep. here we go. Did I call or visit someone in the program? Yeah, good, good. And it's, it's keeping me from going too high or too low. And it's, yeah. it's teaching me to stay balanced. Which is something that we really don't come in like our default setting, is it? Like my default setting is it, hey, let me, let me aim for the, for, for the middle of the paper. Right. You know, I, I didn't brush my teeth at all before I was clean. I would be using a wipe it with a paper towel or something, you know, but, <laughs> and then I get clean and I'm brushing my teeth like seven times a day. It's mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? I, I got no balance. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm all or nothing, you know, and, and the 10 step really does help me to learn to apply and be consistent and, but also not sway so up and down. Yeah. And you know, and man, and there's, there's so much of that, that, that I can pull from other places too, of like, I've, I've listened to a lot of maybe like preacher men, you know, speaking on um, like relationships, like what a healthy, you know, romantic relationship, you know, marriage and, and stuff looks like. And a lot of that, has this principle of saying don't go to bed you know angry and carrying stuff from the day over right to the next day and when you said hey i need to carry i need to, to take a look at and straighten out some of this wreckage of the day yeah man because that 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 that, that really does apply to to a lot of areas how one old timer he used to always say don't let the sun go down we say don't let the sun go down with a secret we you know you have a secret or something like this you know make sure that stuff doesn't grow and stuff and, and man, that is so, so important for us not to, uh, not to keep, you know, if we sweep all that stuff under sweet and pretty soon it's a mountain, that's exactly what it is, man. It grows, you know, that dishonesty piece or, or whatever it is, it just, it just grows and it impacts and it really, it really infects is what it does. It infects just about every area of our lives, you know, when we're, when we're not staying current with that. So, the, so let me ask you this. We have some folks listening in who are saying, Damn, Carl, you know what? It's probably been too long since I've had some form of, you know, self-reflection at night. It's just been too long. What, what, what could that person do to say, okay, fucking I'm going to get back into it. What's some action items that we can say, hey, look, I'm committed to taking this inventory each night and here's how I'm going to start. Yeah. And picking up IP number nine. I mean, that's, it's they're at most meetings you can look it up online you can just type in on your phone google just say ip number nine na and it'll pop up you know and i used to do that too i used to run through it just kind of mentally and 
some of the deeper things too, I started to learn because it, it says we do IP number nine, we do step 10 kind of our own way. And like, so through my journey in recovery, I started to learn that there's certain things, you know, like a personal inventory. There's things that I do every single day consistently. And I have done them for years and years and years. And if I do these simple things every day, I maintain peace and I kind of stay in a flow and I stay in grace. You know, I wake up every day, I meditate, you know, I exercise, I try to eat healthy. You know, I, I do. Um, it's that cold shower too. Cold shower. Cold shower. You know, it's, <laughs> and it, it, it is, it's like finding things that I can do. And, and to me, that's, that's, I'm checking in personally. And, and I'm watching because it's going to look different for everybody. Everybody, we talk about autonomy a lot on the guiding principles. So step 10 is also a piece of autonomy. Like, what am I doing personally? How am I going to find out what works for me? You know, and, and I'll, I'll share this. Like, I've been doing this little mini 10 step. And every day I've been dishonest. Pretty much, you know, because I, I, I've gotten into this habit of exaggerating. You know, like I'll be working with a client and instead of saying, oh, I spent $500, I'll be like, I spent $600. <laughs> and it's something so simple. Yeah, but the, the truth, it would be just as okay as, as exactly. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I start to, when I'm, so when we do that, we're catching it because defects are like, I mean, it's part of my addiction, you know, and if I start to use them, they, be, they become unmanageable, you know, and I become powerless. And so that's an important piece. It's like, I've, I've been watching myself tell this dude every day, man, I've been dishonest. I've been dishonest. I've been dishonest. I've been dishonest. I'm like, God. And after saying it for like six days, seven days, I'm like, dude, I have been dishonest every day this week. You know, and it's like, and I know that. And, and but the cool part is when I'm, don't, it didn't stop me from being dishonest. But when I say a lie, I hear, I'm like, damn, I'm about to tell this dude again tonight. I've been dishonest. That's beautiful, man. And it's making me more and more aware of in the moment I'm, I'm being dishonest. Whereas before it's like, if I'm not doing that check-in every single night with myself or with somebody else, that accountability piece, you know, it, I just keep flowing with it. And, and next thing you know, I'm having bigger lies. I'm being more right, dishonest man. and it grows and grows and grows and grows. And then I feel you know, left co less confidence, less self-esteem. And I'm, I'm saying bigger lies and it it's just like, I was telling somebody last night, I was having a conversation at this function. And it's like, when I started my drug using journey, smoking weed was a big deal, you know, mm -hmm. like 12, 13 years old, like what? We stole a joint out of my buddy's, his older brother's cigarette pack. And no, he was like, this joint. you know, I was like, what? <laughs> Damn, like, that's marijuana, you know, and it's a big deal. And then, you know, I smoked crack for the first time. I was like 17, you know, and it, I'm, you know, you're making that progression. You're like, oh my God, what? That's a pain pill. You know what? That's, that's ecstasy. And then next thing, you know, like years down the road, you're like, yeah, I smoke crack. And you tell it to this person that's never smoked a cigarette. And that's a huge deal. They're like, what? You smoke crack? Mm. It's not a big deal anymore to us because we've already made the journey. And it's the same process with, with defects. It's like, I, I'm telling these little lies. It's not a big deal. And I'm growing and I'm growing and I'm growing. Next thing you know, I'm lying about cheating or stealing or whatever it may be. And we're like, it's not a big deal. You know, in our minds, it's not a big deal because our perspective has been skewed. And um, 
And so that, and so that whole thing, 100%, man, my spirit really responds to that because that it, it, it eliminates, it eliminates that excuse of, man, it's just something little. I ain't worried, I ain't worried about it. Nah, this is little, let me lie on this form. You know, let me do this. Let me do this. And you know, where the awakening of the spirit occurs is when you, when you actually have the desire to like, not be in that, to not be in that phase of like, Hey man, I'm, these, these small lies are a part of my life. Like what you're saying is like, you have a desire to not have that as a part of your life. This accountability piece you have with your friend is reinforcing that, mm-hmm. that awareness piece. Right. And so, so then the desire to, to change that behavior, that's awakening of our spirit, man. Like I know your story. And it's like, if the people are, are listening can, can picture of like where, where you were right. Running down the road with a TV talking about why, why didn't it work? right bro so look if you if you look at yourself there and then now you know with step work man and and you you started off talking about like the things you do consistently man that's just a beautiful thing it's like the it's like the output now is I went from there to man I don't like I don't like exaggerating today it impacts my spirit and I don't want it as a part of my life that's an awakening man. yeah That's that's an awakening I was just telling somebody that sponsored that story the other day. And he was like, what? You know, because some people just don't know a lot about me now. They see me now, you know, especially at my job or whatever. They see the person I am now, which has been a journey in itself to accept that. I think a lot of us don't. We, it's, there's such a lag time mm-hmm. in accepting ourselves. I think one of the questions on the IP number nine is about acceptance of ourselves. And, and I forget the power of that statement because... I still sometimes want to see myself as just getting out of rehab or still being a fuck up or still being unworthy. And then it's like, and then I'm at my job and they're like, like, wow, like, I don't see you. When I tell somebody I smoke crack or did heroin for years, they're like, they're just blown away. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm truly grateful, man, for um, what that process has done, you know, in practicing 10, 11 and 12, keep me in the solution, you know? Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.